so let's They're talk about extreme. peaks and valleys then. We're I think we're in a, a valley right now. Is kind of how I feel. Yeah, me too. Which is different from a week ago. <laughs> exactly. Just fucking the crazy. roller coaster. Why don't we call it that? The marketing roller coaster. <laughs> Wing It Podcast, GooseDigital.com, episode 85. Who do we have? Chris O'Neill. Robin Kroll. Kevin Butler. Michael Turksani. The gang's Hello. back. Yay. January. This might be our first kind of full podcast of the new year. It is. It is. Okay. Yeah. Everybody together again. 2023. 2023. Just making sure we get that year out there. Yeah, well, it is important. Yeah, the year is important. Can't tell by our outfits. It's... 2023. Yeah, if we can't, if you can't tell by Chris's haircut, it's 2023 still. Because <laughs> we were saying we were wearing the same clothes in 2022. Is that what you're saying? Um, yeah, uh, we're gonna look back on this in 30 years, and we're gonna be like, "What's going on?" And, oh, it'll yeah. come back. It'll come back, yeah. right? Maybe right. that's like a good segue. I feel like we're gonna look back on this in a month and say, "Well, I felt like a different time too." Oh yeah, well we'll get into that. Yeah. So we, uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about trends. Roller coaster, state of the union. What are we talking about? Maybe the state of marketing in Q1 of 2023. Yeah. Because uh, it feels and looks a bit different than Q4 of 2022. Yeah. Just a few weeks which, ago. Which is the roller coaster and brings in the trends, right? So all wrapped up there. Yeah. So we've seen, okay, so maybe we'll start with, uh, well, why don't we just start with a little bit of the ups and downs that we've been observing. So we're in, I don't know how many, how many sort of deals do you think we're in at any given time kev chris uh <clears throat> 30 40 i was gonna say 25 25 close but in terms of like meeting to closure oh 40 50 yeah so we got a decent pulse on maybe the mm -hmm. the landscape of mm -hmm. marketing teams and what they're going through well i've long felt we have such a interesting vantage point and there's the um the sales deals chris that you primarily are working uh in conjunction with some of us who support um some of them but then we have at any given time 60 to 75 active uh client projects whether yeah. some are retainers some are just um short-term projects mm -hmm. so we kind of have a real full view across you know what's probably i'm kind of rounding up a bit but a hundred organizations at any given time um spread across a diverse group or mix of industries so it's it, it's a pretty compelling view to see what's going on at a high level like it's not like it's just singularly focused on two organizations in a specific industry right yeah um, so it's balanced no, it's pretty I feel. spread out it's pretty spread yeah. out financial you know tech um mm -hmm. distribution healthcare. manufacturing healthcare sure. Yep. Size healthcare. of organization, sophistication of organization, what they're doing. Oh yeah. So yeah. we really do have the a, whole a good perspective. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. They're not they're not really any one type of customer or size really. They're kind of quite varied. I'd say right now, um the the similarities have probably never been closer. I think in maybe a year ago, two years ago, you could say, Well, tech's way over here and a, a you know, a less aggressive industry or a more mature one uh, is way over there. And I think right now what we're seeing at the highest level is all marketing efforts need to be centrally rooted back to almost immediate revenue recognition mm -hmm. or at least opportunity creation. It's very, I, I'll call it short-term focused and like it, no longer are we really hearing anything about brand, brand building. 
and even trying to connect the dots between brand and revenue. It's just like, does this thing drive revenue right now? Will it, will we see the revenue later this year? And that's kind of determining all marketing investment, whether it's like our clients deciding how much they want to put into paid spend or whether it's new prospects of ours saying, do we even need support on marketing services? So, so what prompted this was that we have, we've seen some changes in terms of how the deals are tracking, right? Or just yep. even within our client organizations, prospect organizations, right? They yep. clearly, there's, I would say, some sort of a disconnect between maybe the higher echelons within an organization and then even maybe down from that, sometimes even at the CMOs kind of a little bit disconnected from some of those directional changes. Certainly, you know, the directors and sometimes the VPs are, are not as in touch with where these organizations are going. But in, I would say in the past, we'd have, we'd have deals that could just, you know, flow. They'd be marketing teams mm -hmm. building their plans. They want to go out and get stuff done. They're engaging an agency. And then what we've observed, not in all cases, but in a lot of cases is that, oh, well, wait a sec. We actually, we turns out we're not allowed to do that. Or turns out we've got to make a change or, you know, turns out I'm let go and I don't have a job anymore. Well, so you're right? talking like, the difference between marketing leader driven decisions for, for like our kind of deals. And now what it seems like, it, it's more like what I would call CEO or perhaps in some cases, CRO driven decisions yeah. via marketing. Yep. <clears throat> so uh, it's pretty well documented that the, the um, duration of deals increased by 40%, 50%. Um, Salesforce has, you know, made some drastic changes in their sales organization as a result of of, uh, of that slowdown and yeah. the mm -hmm. the changes in the way that um, that deals are being um, reviewed. Um, and in terms of like the disconnect, I feel like the um, the changes and and the the almost about face from listen, we need you know marketing had a very very um, important place at the table, particularly during COVID, during the sort of uh, digital heyday, mm -hmm. where point. it was like, oh, we got to get the digital thing going, so let's bring marketing in because they know how to get that done. So boom, like we're 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 busy, we're we're getting stuff done, we're rolling out programs, rolling out stuff. Now all of a sudden, breaks go on recession looming, um, people scared, um, big changes at the top levels. Like we're seeing a lot of people mm -hmm. being like, you know, shot and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and then, then it's like, okay, so who's left? Who do we have left to kind of keep things going? Yeah. I'm seeing the whole, I'm seeing a lot of, of, uh, of, uh, um, organizations looking to the past, looking to how is it that we're getting deals now because no one's opening their email anymore. No one has time to open their email and look through, you know, look through a whole, whole bunch of email that's going, that, that's, uh, that, mm -hmm. that's coming in. We're trying to, we're, you know, continually, uh, you know, working on the messaging with our clients, you know, continuing to keep a very close eye on what those numbers are. But when we haven't been in there and haven't helped an, an organization sort of like take a look and connect those dots, we're finding a lot of people saying, no, that doesn't work for us. Doesn't work for you. Well, it doesn't work for you. And now you're going to go back to, you know, 1989 and start putting guys on the phone, trying to, trying to phone people up. Well, you know, I it's think that's like, the, that the revenue work. correlation that I was mentioning. That is. Maybe it's a, that's a better articulation of it, but it's for, for business leaders who don't, um, default or skew to marketing as a, as a pro marketing thing 
they're kind of going back to like the trenches and what they're comfortable with and what they feel is a, a bankable um, area to put resources, kind of like what you're describing, yeah. right? And something that I wonder is at what point do marketers take accountability for the programs that they run and the value that they're supposed to bring to the business? Like marketing is a revenue driving machine. Mm-hmm. And it's up to that leader to say, this is what we're doing to drive revenue to clearly articulate and correlate the impact of those efforts. And I feel like marketers have gotten away with not being able to do that because we went through like an 11 year bull run of, yeah, marketing, let's go. Anything will work. Let's buy shitloads of tech stack. Mm -hmm. But here we are now. And it's like, everyone's coming back to their roots and saying, well, is this adding impact? And some of those marketers are saying, well, I don't know. Oh, for sure they are. They're they're, they're saying that they don't know. And you know, we could talk about the attribution, but I also think that there's a, uh, a marketing leadership challenge around integrating with the sales organization. I mean, marketing and sales, we've talked about for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we get those two sides of the fence yep. working more? So, you know, hey, we have lots of leads. They're sitting here in new status. Or a side note, do you think the role of CRO is funny? Because it's like marketing and sales alignment. We're like, well, we need someone who understands both sides to marry these two functions. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, we need a CRO. Everyone's like, yeah, we definitely need a CRO. So what do they do? They just take someone who's got a uh, overweight amount of experience in one of those two functions, and that's the one that's going to marry them. But he or she's kind of like, yeah, but I'm really a salesperson, so we really don't have it's like not, a true really marriage. Yeah. We're just going to go heavy here on sales. And it's like, but it's still is, in the same it, place. It's challenging, right? So you, you, you look at an overall, you know, budget to grow the business and you're like, well, where are we going to allocate? Right. I, I think maybe that to your point, Chris, it did skew like really far to, to the one side because like, Hey, we're not doing events. We're not knocking on doors. We're certainly not doing yep. in-person meetings. Our field team is maybe shrunk or trying to do what they can over zoom meetings. So marketing, go, go, you know, build it up, do all mm-hmm. these digital, you know, programs and try to, and try to drive as much engagement as you can. But along the way, they didn't really get the whole sales plus marketing thing right. And right. if we're probably, if we're being honest, I think while these programs, a lot of them were, were probably executed decently well on the digital side, they, they probably weren't at scale or mature from a learnings perspective. So now so you've got that's like, a, that's a great one. I'm sorry to cut you off, but that, no, that reminds not, me of something. Well, you're not sorry. I'm kind of sorry. No, you're not. No, not really. You don't look sorry. No, I'm, I'm eager. Zoom in on Kevin. Does he look so, sorry? <laughs> mm, I, I think what's interesting is you had two kinds of organizations at the onset of the pandemic. You had ones that were fairly deep down the digital side mm-hmm. and like sort of digital maturity. And then you had organizations that weren't. And then all of a sudden there's that flip where it's like, you know, digital accelerations here and everyone's got to do it. And then Fast forward, what, two and a half years later, here we are, it's different times, everyone's peeling back. And now, whether you were out and ahead, call it April 2020, or whether you're a bit more on maybe the laggard side, you're both back to the starting point. I almost feel like if you were laggard, you're you're in better shape because the path forward's a bit more obvious because you never really adopted new things. And the companies that did adopt new things and went deeper and deeper, they've probably had to make cuts into those things, things that they haven't quite fully explored, but gotten down a track of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they're sitting here possibly less headcount if if staff mm-hmm. cuts are involved, less spend to go and continue to see through and understand the performance of these things relative to should we keep doing it or not? And possibly even have all this tech that like, we don't really know how to use because we don't have the people or the budget but going, to support but it. But just, uh, just sorry, Robin, just so I can finish the, the thought about the marketing leadership and then we can chime in on those other points is that where I was going on the marketing leader 
whoever that happens to be. And maybe it is the CRO. I, I don't know if they were around for that time. But if you said, I think for most leaders in an organization, including ours, by the way, if you said, hey, we're actually giving 10 high quality, let's just use a low number so mm-hmm. that's easy to wrap your head around, 10 high quality leads a day, a week to, to the sales organization. And, and the sales leaders like, yeah, the, the, they are. They, they are legit. Those are great. They're keeping, they're keeping our team going. Mm-hmm. I, who's going to say no to that? I mean, you, you, you know, I'm sure the CEO is not going to be like, oh yeah, let's cut that. Let's cut that marketing program out. Right. So there's a gap, you know, there's a huge mm-hmm. gap between now, maybe that's a person, a, a people gap where they, that, that marketing leader can't walk into the team, into that sales organization and say, you know, are these valid? Do these make sense to you? You know, I've got 150 leads a week. You know, do you think any of them are, are good or bad? Or no, no, we're, we're doing our own thing. We're we're tracking and hunting down deals, and we, we don't care what you're doing. So that's where I think a lot of this mm. is also stemming from, where they can't they can't have that conversation. So now all of a sudden they're not at the table, and it's almost like they don't have credibility. But if you think, just going back to your your point, Mike, we're talking about the, or maybe it was Kevin, about the the digital, and now we're having more in person, right? So. Mm-hmm. Those are still marketing-driven events, whether it's online or offline, right? So marketing is still responsible for that, whether it's a trade show, it's a conference, it's a, an email campaign, it's a, you know, a sponsored LinkedIn campaign. So if marketing is still responsible for that, for driving all of these leads and pushing to the point of the opportunity, and even if the sales team is saying, yeah, these are good, high-quality leads and they're working them, there's still that disconnect in many organizations of where these leads are actually coming from. So if the marketing leader can't say, well, those 10 high quality leads that you're getting, I can tell you five of them came from our trade show last November and five of them came for this particular campaign. How is marketing going to be able to go ahead and drive more of that? How are they going to have any accountability for responsibility? And in order to do all this, I know we talked about this before, the attribution, having the right platforms to be able to do all of that, they, they need to have all of these things in place. So if we're seeing things that people are saying, oh, no, we're, we're going we're gonna to cut back on this. Well, you're, are you cutting back on your marketing spending? You're st- cutting back on your technology investment? Are you cutting back on whether it's internal or working with an agency to say, we need to be working with people who can help us connect all those dots and, and understand where our revenue is actually coming from, these are organizations who are, are missing out. And I think this is, I don't have the same sales perspective as you guys do, but having that perspective of, uh, you know, working with our accounts, seeing that, that there's still these gaps and until they figure out how to fill in the gaps, they're going to continue to struggle, whether it's a recession or when we come out of this and, and things are, are going really well because they, they still can't have all that accountability. You know, speaking of that, though, on the reporting tool side, even before that, I agree, by the way, but even before the tools itself is the internal buy-in on how we're reporting on success. Like, and you know what's so crazy? Whenever we hear stories of, well, we've had to cut this technology, is like no one ever says, and it's forced us to redefine how we're going to report on a particular metric that's important to the business. I've never heard that. And it makes me wonder, are any of these tools tied to any sort of metrics? And I think we've long talked about marketing's um, lack of procurement chops. Mm -hmm. I think that sort of speaks to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if your CRO is heavily tilted towards sales and or 
maybe you just have a marketing leader and a sales leader and whoever's to your point chris like uh, i don't know if it was on the podcast or upstairs but whoever's in the room and whoever's you know owning the decision around the number Mm -hmm. right that's gonna the that's the person that's gonna have the the greater authority and probably credibility in those meetings especially if we don't have the numbers like to your point robin the attribution to back it up so those events, those in-person events, mm-hmm. who's making the decision? Is the marketing leader actually standing up and saying, these are the five events that we absolutely have to do this year. This is the way we're going to go about driving the number. We're going to have this type of messaging to support it. And what mm-hmm. we need is field sales people to support those engagements. Or is it the sales leader saying, these are the five events we need, or this is how we're going to do it. Marketing, you just go back us up. We just need you to create the brochures and make it look pretty the and, message, and exactly. send the emails create, create our booth. So now yeah. your leader's kind of like, <clears throat> kind of getting the legs chopped off because they're like, okay, I'm just the person that whips up a pretty deck. I'm not actually here to make any big decisions. I hope it's yeah. not happening too often because that's sort of resetting marketing back to like... Well, actually, I actually think that that could be what's happening. I don't, I don't disagree, but... It's a bad it's, outlook for yeah, the function of what marketing look, should yeah, represent. Exactly. It's very bad. Well, I'm just thinking of, of you know, just a trade show as an example, right? So uh, in, in a perfect world, right? So marketing is responsible for that trade show, driving leads, bringing them into the sales team. You know, the sales is properly um, attributing the opportunities back. Perfect marketing has the ability to say, this trade show drove X. Mm-hmm. But as we know, a lot of these in-person events um, it, it might not result in direct opportunities right away, but there is that brand mm-hmm. recognition. I know, Kev, one of your, the points you said about people are not as focused on the brand awareness, but I've actually read some interesting <coughs> content recently that there is more uh, there is more of a focus on the brand awareness. Um, and the, the challenge with that is that it's not always as easy to connect back to the opportunity well, right? yeah. so if, if marketing's not at the table for something like looking at this like a, a trade show and someone's not saying well hey actually uh we got a lot more website visitors you know after after the trade show um we got more downloads from our website mm-hmm. well the sales team's not seeing that but guess what marketing should be seeing that saying okay there is a reason to go to this trade show i'll go a step so, further like on a even more a potential real example would be we got like you know the weeks following a big time industry event we got uh an uptick of organic leads yeah, yeah. where do you think those came from exactly mm-hmm. exactly but sales doesn't see that because if it doesn't well it, it depends they may no, they or may say not our see seo this. is good <laughs> yeah well yeah ex- exactly but that's you know another reason you know if nobody's listening to marketing that they're, they're missing that that opportunity um <clears throat> There's a lot lately about how to uh, engage the CFO, CEO, CFO, because what was happening back in the in the big growth years was, um, hey, like the marketing director had budget. You could basically do a deal with the marketing director and that was it. Mm-hmm. And what we've noticed, what's, what's changed is that now we ask about budget. And it's like, well, we got a few things that we're competing with on this, uh, you know, for this, for this area. That's a great so, call out. Is there anyone more busy right now than a CFO? Because no. everyone is having to well, root through that person. They have to because now all of a sudden, like the focus being on, um, on you know, um, 
being alive as a, as a company <laughs> surviving. And, and surviving. <laughs> so it's like, you know, so everyone's getting shot and, you know, and, and you've got basically the CFO shot. is left holding, off, the, holding, the, holding the bag yeah. on, on, okay, so, so now it's like uh, the CFO is looking at all these different things on basically a crash course in marketing and sales and operations and everything else because they need to, to basically be okay with uh, with with what's being spent not like it was in in right. 21 in and 20 and challenge for marketers unlike it and ops who have more of those procurement chops and can really relate spend back to either cost efficiencies or, or whatever the cfo is going to marketing leaders and saying okay you're going to do this spend of whatever technology services what do we get for it and if that marketing leader can't clearly articulate the business value yeah it's probably not happening. No, nope. right? that yeah. is exactly what's happening. So as a result, you've got a and and again, it's going to have long term impact because if you suddenly decide, you know what, this is not um, what we're going to do with our um, with discre- discretionary spend, then you know what's the effect in six months? But I, I, months? I, I think that's a really good point, and I think you know part of what we were talking about earlier was that these programs scaled up to such magnitude, especially if you've been on the bandwagon of buying MarTech and you've got MOps people and, you know, they've been allowed to sort of run wild and, you know, from a salary perspective and all this kind of stuff. And now you see all these, as Chris says, I'm not saying it, you know, shot. They're getting shot, which means laid off, by the way. They're not actually, like, getting They're shot. not actually getting killed. Yeah. No, it's a violent podcast. <laughs> um, so now you're reining it in. But, like, I don't think... I, I hope not. Anyway, we're talking about turning off all marketing. I think what's happened is these teams have scaled out of control or they their programs have run, you know, where they're saying, hey, we're going to run all these lead gen. Hey, we're going to run all this performance marketing and, it, and we're going to have buy all this technology and it's supposed to do something, mm-hmm. right? Where, whereas they're saying, you know, the sales leaders are saying, well, it's not really doing anything. We don't feel, we don't feel the impact. A, and we're going to be doing all this other stuff in order to drive real face-to-face or real handshaking or whatever it's going to be. But obviously, we need to keep the lights on. Obviously, we need to have, if you're B2B, you know, we need to have a strong LinkedIn presence. We need to have content that goes out there. But guess what? That's not a million dollars a year for most for most you know, mid-sized organizations to go keep the lights on. There's a it, it's a lot less, mm-hmm. right, to say, hey, we've got a strong foundations of marketing, Oh, so that salespeople can point to stuff and know that it's working, but it's not a 15-way team with, you know, a ton of money being spent on all this right. stuff, right? There's, yeah, it's kind of like a healthy recalibration yeah. of program technologies to support maybe sort of overall use of resource and budget. Would, I, that all sounds pretty reasonable. It, it does. It's so it, Unless it you're does. the marketing team that grew up with it for the last eight years, and then they're like, oh, wait, what? But that's kind of my accountability point. Sorry, Robin, to interrupt, but is like, how many marketers are out there that I need these three tools and that they can't really connect it to value and it's no, really we, just we, job yeah. justification. No, we, we did. I mean, we were in, you know, even that FinTech, we won't name names, right? I mean, and, and, you know, comes over from a big bank organization, you know, given the dream job, small FinTech to go grow and scale. And, hey, I need all this. I need, I put together my plan and budget and then, you know, no, 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 there's no plan and budget. You're the person. Yeah. Roll up your sleeves and start typing pick up the phone typing Me- meaning oh yeah plus no... we're going to need you to qualify some leads right <laughs> every now and then you're a marketer so... you're in sales 
Yeah. So you mean like no no uh, marketing technology to be able to support? No, I'm just saying you grew up a, you know you know if you like you said earlier you grow up in that environment and yeah. you're used to it for for what right or wrong you're used to having the tools the budgets the be, be get an ancillary resource right all this kind of stuff. And well, you've been like, talking no, no, no. to marketers your whole career. You've been talking to and, marketers. And everyone market. agrees. Well, well, no, like everyone Kevin agrees. Said, in the bull yeah. market, yeah. right? Everyone agrees that you need all this stuff all until it. it's 2023. All of it. Chris. And you don't need all that stuff. Yeah. You don't need it now. Because I, I think. Apparently. It would be an interesting challenge to a lot of marketing leaders. So here's today's stack. What could you survive with? What can you not live without? I think that's more of it as opposed to everybody agrees yeah. you need it. But okay. But. But how much do you really know? Do we, I don't know do if we, we really, agree. Do I don't we really know. Need I don't, it. I'm not agreeing with that. I don't think we need all this stuff. But you need a, what stuff? a core baseline. All the stuff that we're talking about, like a scaled up, you know, all all these ancillary pieces to a market. You know, I think, I think you need some stuff. Yeah. And I think what we're kind of aiming at are people that aren't connected with the realities of, of a business that needs to function and actually make some cash flow every now and then. Okay. So we're talking right. about the fact that, that marketers have had this kind of like, not a blank check, but basically a lot more sort of rope. a lot more rope yeah. to kind of go out and do some stuff, right. growth market and everything else. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden we got this looming, you know, kind of slowdown happening. And all of a sudden the CFO comes in and says, I need you to justify this stuff. Yes. That's yeah. what we're talking That's about. What we're talking it's about. Called, justify it's this. called, um, like you have to be so much more connected to the finances as a marketer now, whereas you didn't before. So instead of looking yeah. at technology to support and scale a program, the the flip now is technology to support revenue goals. And they're very, very yeah. different because, you know, especially MOps, like the new gen of MOps or even sales ops, they're just like, well, I need these five pieces of technology. And in an ideal world, maybe you would have them. But those support some of what you're trying to do but they're not the reason for growth. And if you really peel it all back, it's do we have the right audience fit? Do we have the messaging? Do we fundamentally understand how to drive a level of demand and interest and then capture it such that I can put it in my Chris O'Neill equivalence inbox and he or she can go run a good sales process? Do you need right. the sales ops times three tools? Maybe not. No, I think exactly. we're all agreeing that there has to be uh, accountability, right? That makes sense. It's, it's logical. It's a sound business decision uh, uh, to say you have to be accountable for what you're doing to be able to show uh, the, 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 you know, the returns from your investment. But you have to be strategic when you think about it instead of just saying, well, I'm just going to look at what happens at the very end. That's all my focus. I'm going to invest all my money there. Well, that's not actually the right decision. The decision is let's look at this from end to end saying what what do I need to support from a resource perspective, uh, from a technology perspective, from a strategy perspective, because that's what's gonna make most yeah. sense. And you know, going back to saying, well, who's who's what role is making this decision? Does this role actually have all the information, everything that whether it's experience, expertise, whichever it is to be able to say, yeah, this, these are the right things that we need to keep in place mm -hmm. so that we can continue and in, to invest and grow, right? Revenue, really important, but we're having all the pieces in there to be able to do this properly, track it properly, and say we're making the right decisions. Yeah. So on, on that, um, the word continue, I think, of all the important things you just said is kind of crucial because we've seen over the years, like 10 years ago, it's like, here's your annual budget. Do as you will with it. And I think that was less about sort of bull times so much as it was about 
That's just kind of how it always ran. And then I think we saw a shift probably over the last six or so, maybe eight years, I don't know, to more of like, well, we're going to sort of plan now more quarterly. Mm-hmm. You know, things are changing. And now I think what we're seeing is everything's accelerated some more. And it's like, we're going to see things on a campaign by campaign basis. That yeah. might be less than a quarter. It might be a few weeks. And it's, hey, if this campaign does really well, we'll probably continue. But yeah. because things are so volatile in the broader markets, it's, we don't know. You might crush it and we still have to peel back because mm-hmm. of greater uncertainties and mm-hmm. looming fears of whatever. Yeah. And that's kind of it. So like marketers are now held to, it's like, what have you done for me this week? And yeah. you're not given nearly as right. much slack as to, well, this has been a good contributor over the years. It's now. Plus, yeah. I think I think there's a level of credibility. Like you talked about, and we'll wrap this up. I know we're, we're probably getting to the limit. There's lots we could keep going on. But the you talked about accountability and it's like, I understand we're, what we're saying. We, you know, we want to hold the marketing leader accountable for the results and they need to have the right type of attribution to even understand what it is to begin with. But I think I almost sort of feel like there's this credibility lost. There's a, there's a, there's almost like the leader has lost some credibility going into those meetings now for whatever reason, you know, maybe it's a new CEO that's like, Hey, the jig's up. Like, you know, but are you saying that's, because of what they are or aren't doing, or you're yeah. saying it's a bigger thing than that? No, I think it's just like, I, you know, I think it's it's a, a function of maybe just the last several years of trying to get some level of growth marketing together, or maybe, you know, just looking at it over even a four or five year period and saying, hey, you know what, a lot of the stuff that you guys are doing, it's not really adding a lot for whatever reason. You know, you didn't integrate sales and marketing, you didn't run the right stuff, you drove some leads, maybe they were good, maybe they're not, but at this table, I don't believe that you're a, you're a, enough of a business leader to be able to demand a budget and, and deliver the performance. I actually kind of feel like even for us as an agency, some of our alignment may actually start to become more to that CRO, more mm-hmm. to that, that sales leader for the next couple of years if those marketing leaders in those organizations simply do not have right. the, the, you know, the chops at the table anymore. Or the authority. The authority. Yeah. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot. If you had to pick one, you can only pick one. Is it more on this is a reflection of the marketing leader not being accountable for what, like where the investment is going? Or is it more like they're a victim to having to play the scale up game and they haven't had time to really correlate it in the back end? Ooh. Mm. I don't know. I think they've had time. I definitely, I definitely think they've had time. I, I, well, I agree with that. Yeah. I, I think it's, you know, I think it's, I don't, I think if you grew up, you know, as a marketing leader in the, over the last eight to 10 years, maybe you've been, even been at the organization longer than that, but you've been, the bulk of your time as a marketing leader has been through that bull run that you talked about earlier and just the ever increasing craziness around MarTech and what this stuff is supposed to do for the organization, how it's supposed to bring value. And now mm-hmm. you're in a position where you'd be like, oh, actually we're going back to brass tacks. Guess what? It actually needs to do something mm-hmm. and we can't have all this. We're gonna have to chop your team by 40% and... And by the way, you still need to try to deliver something. I think that's a shock to the system. I think that it's almost unfair to your point, but to, you know, that's their own fault. They should have been more of a business leader to begin with and said, Hey, like, what are we actually doing here? We're running around Mm -hmm. blowing a bunch of money, doing a bunch of stitching together. They thought they were doing, they were, they were, they thought they were doing great because like, it was like growth, 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 growth at all costs, growth, uh, you know, whatever it is that it takes. Let's not worry about, let's not, don't worry about the burn rate. Don't worry about that. Okay. Cost per MQL. If you're not growing, you're dying. 
right? It's, to stay on your yeah, shot it's, theme. It's, so it's, that's where I think we're at. I think I think it's going to be interesting. Well, we'll see what February looks like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. which will be ahead. different. <laughs> yeah, a couple, couple weeks. We'll see how this changes even more. All right, guys. I don't know. We right. just got to keep onward and upward. Yep. Yeah. That, that was a good effort, team. Yeah, great combo. that was an okay podcast. It was okay. Think, well, we'll, we can we'll, see, we'll see what we'll our see. audience Kev, says. Like and subscribe. Okay. Push okay. the thumbs up button if you're on YouTube. <laughs> if you're on Spotify, we're like third down from Joe Rogan. Oh. So we're getting up there. You know, he's we're gonna he's Don't gonna click be on, on Joe. He's gonna be on our podcast soon. He's crazy. <laughs> by the way. Yeah. He's maybe, crazy. Maybe I'll go there. So, or the Chicklet Podcast, one of the two. Um, okay, that's all we can. That's all we have. Okay, all right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Bye. Peace.